This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome <laughs> to Off the Rock. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. We're going to be talking about all kinds of comics that came out this past week. We're going to recap and review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give your recommendations. So we're going to out this week we think you should check out. Uh, it's a weird, wild world we're in right now, everybody. Of course, make sure to be practicing your social distancing, wash your hands every time you go out and in. Uh, a lot of places are actually going to be experiencing some more uh, tight restrictions so we're going to be even more intimate than ever before because we're going to be inside a lot more often than you probably planned on uh, more intimate but further away but further away than ever before uh so yeah if you wanted to uh help out this show in any way you can sponsor it by using the super chats that way it keeps the show free and open it allows us to say whatever we want uh as long and, and allows you to participate and be part of the show as well if you use the super chat you can make a question or comment We'll weave it in organically into the show, answer your questions here on the show. Now you're part of the show forever. Uh, for posterity, it'll be preserved. Uh, so yeah, feel free to use those. Of course, I understand that a lot of people are experiencing uh, the tightening of the bootstraps, so to speak. Uh, you're really like feeling the pinch. Some folk are unemployed or furloughed or uh, at the very least getting fewer clients than they used to be. Mm-hmm. So I understand entirely uh, if people are not using the Super Chats as often as they can. But every yeah. little bit helps, and we do appreciate it that uh, being said, mm-hmm. uh, because of course we're here too. We're trying to, you know, eke out our own existence and living. You're working from home on your day job. This is my day and night job. Uh, I do it all the time. So we do appreciate you helping to support us. And, uh, you know, we'll still be here, you know, as, as long as we're allowed, as long as the internet holds out. That's, that's which honestly it's like terrifying. 50, 50 at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like, so many people are utilizing it and, uh, yeah. True enough. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to jump into those in just a little bit, but before we do, let's talk about some books that came out this past week. Uh, and so I'll pull those up momentarily. We're going to pull those books up, and it's going to be amazing. All right, I'll talk about Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Did this just come out recently? I thought it came out this past week, but maybe it didn't. It was Amazing Spider-Man number 42. No, no, no. I mean, like, because the last one was the two of them, um, was him and uh, his roommate. Yes, it was Boomerang. Yeah, and like the, it was like almost like a flashback of a Story you would have rather that's right have read. that's exactly right but i feel like that was really recent but maybe it wasn't it was like two weeks ago two three okay. weeks ago but this is from uh writer nick spencer with art by nick by yeah art writing by nick spencer art by ryan otley uh this is if you were looking for a book to skip from spider-man boom you got one because this has nothing to do with the story uh instead you know how like gog shows up in the last issue and i was like oh my god it's gog and if you don't know who gog is gog was a like alien who had been used throughout spider-man's like history he was used in like a craven the hunter story and more recently and by recently i mean about 20 years ago uh he was the sixth member of the sinister six the Mm. revamped sinister six in one of the most bombastic ridiculous spider-man events ever which we actually covered on back issues and you were on that episode so it really all comes full circle this issue is just hey were you ever curious about what the entire origin of gog was because that's what this is it's just an entire flashback that tells you from birth till now what gog has been up to and the tragic history thereof gog was purchased as a pet for some poor doomed alien race ever heard the tragedy of gog (laughs) 
I thought you hadn't. It's a Spider-Man legend. <laughs> no, it, it really is legitimately just a flashback story. It's a tearjerker, and it's very sad. Okay. But also, like, the hell. Like, it's... If if it was if, if Spencer had been just like I'm only doing this one story and it, I'm I gotta I gotta stretch it out he's like he has like 25 different stories going on, any one of them could be interesting. Here's Gog. How about Gog? How about Gog though? Probably because I'm gonna kill him off in this story and I want you to be really sad about it. Oh, that's it. I wouldn't recommend it unless like you were looking for a legit tearjerker. You know what I mean? Well, sometimes you want that. Yeah, like, and it's, it, it's nice to know that Spencer can. And that's the thing; it's it's handled expertly. It's a great Gog story. Mm-hmm. It's just that no one asked for it, and it's it has no place in this issue. But it's also the thing is, if it weren't in this Amazing Spider-Man book, he would never have got it greenlit. So it, it, there is no place for it to be other than a Trojan horse to trick you into thinking that you're going to read a Spider-Man book. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I really want to tell the story. I think it's really important. It's really sad. And like, you know, I want to tell the story about like a lost puppy trying to get back to its owner. No. You know, that's literally what this is. And, uh. Is it Gog's like homeward bound? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, essentially. It's more like, like if you were dealing with like a, like a, like a dog that was forced to fight, mm-hmm. but he was stolen from like a little boy before that. Okay. And then he was like forced to fight. For all of his life. Oh no. And then he he went back and eventually, through circumstance, found the little boy right before the little boy died. It's just a very sad story. Uh, but yeah. Gog. You want to be sad? Read that. Wow. You, you want to read a Spider-Man book? Skip this. Okay. It's, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair it's, enough. That's where we are. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about your earrings? Oh Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody noticed that? Mm-hmm. Um, I just received these in the mail. They were a gift. Um, they're actually <laughs> they're two action figures. Um, it's Leia and Han, and their earrings. They're a little heavy, but it's not bad. Like I think if I was walking around, I'd have a real problem with them because I'd be constantly concerned that they would get tugged. Yeah. But for sitting here, this is all right. All right. This is okay. I'm legit wearing toys on my ears right now. Yeah. So, Han's heavier. Well, yeah, he's, he is bigger. He's bigger. He's a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, Leia's not so bad though. This mm. is, I could pose them too. Oh. She could be like, she she. We're not practicing social distancing, Leia and I. She's just caressing my face. Right, right. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the interest, though. Oh, of course. Uh, so there was a um, there was a book that came out that uh, it, it looks like they're like kind of doing this a little bit more. The giant size X Men series. Sure. Uh, we had just done the giant size X Men. What the hell was it even called? It was it was Jean Grey and, and Emma and Frost. Emma Frost. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called though. Was it called Jean Grey and Emma Frost? I thought it was, but now I'm not sure. Well, in any case, this one's called Nightcrawler for no reason because he's in it technically. Yeah. This that really kind of threw me off because that is not. Nope. What uh, this is about, like, he's in the book. He's in and the book. The other book, I thought, again, if it was called that, you know, it that, deserved to be it called. It deserved that. to be so because even though Storm was kind of the MacGuffin, it was a character study without words on those two ladies. Yes. And I think that really worked, and so that was kind of what I was expecting going into this. Same. And I was also very excited about it because, like, Nightcrawler is a member of the Quiet Council, and yes. he just recently was able to get into the Tower and everything right. like that. Which there's, was, there's a lot going on with that character. Exactly. Now that story should have been. This. The, the giant size X Men. Yeah. Um, it was not. It was not. No. Instead, <laughs> uh, this was uh, this was 
An issue which adds Lady Mastermind to the team. Which, as a character, I'm completely unfamiliar with. Yep. So Lady Mastermind's now on the X-Men. Sure. The end. That's it. The whole thing is, it also is, like, sad. If well, you're an X-Men fan. Okay. Because they have, like, a Krakoan doorway that goes to the Westchester oh, compound. Oh, yes. I see and it's like, they don't... There's no reverence or, like, refer like they, they don't care about it. No. Well, and just like, letting it fall into disrepair. And that's where I thought, because Nightcrawler seems to indicate, like, it's like, we, this, was, this was our home. Like, yeah. don't be shit on it, basically. But, like, I thought we were going to get more of that from Nightcrawler, where I thought he, like, maybe we were going to do some flashbacks or something like that. Yep. Just him, like, going through the mansion, like, being like, remember what the X-Men were. Yeah. Which would have also kind of helped us cement what has and has not happened for the X-Men in this timeline. Right. Um... But no, we get this almost more horror-like story, which would have really fit in with the release of New Mutants. Yes. The movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Even though it's more of an Excalibur kind of book, but... Yeah, but you know what I mean, though? Like, there are these horror flashes. Oh, big time. Do we see Thunderbird? Yes, we do. For a minute? We do see Thunderbird for a second, and it's like... there's, There's actually a lot of, like random drops in this that yeah. are kind of like important even though this is like a, a, a totally unimportant story i will say uh it is still written well, by jonathan hickman yes so it is important and of course it's drawn by alan davis right who is a classic x-men artist and i'm like i was thrilled to see him back not only is it really cool to see alan davis doing this but also to see that he still got the chops like well, alan davis can still draw yeah today. and I, I thought that it felt a little yeah okay right like no, i thought I, it was like at good at times really good and at times i'm like it's fine yeah but um, you can still keep up pace yeah i would say though that like there is a potential for this to be important because again we see the influence of uh machine intelligence yes. on the x-men and also if anything happens to krakoa um they Where can't just go? go back to westchester like, no they can't <laughs> well that's a way of saying like you can't go home again also they established that in fact yes warlock, like, warlock is, is, back. is back and now someone else knows about most it most people like they all know like that whole little like weird team no i think just magic oh She's that's the only right one just show, magic just song. magic season he's like you know like he's like, a line like, like you gotta keep it a secret mm-hmm and yeah, she's like obviously. But I, I was I was surprised to see him revealed kind of like fully in this issue. But yeah, yeah. Warlock's back, and yeah. Cipher's keeping him a secret. Yes, for some reason. Yeah, but we'll get to that later. Sure. Uh, in in the series. Yeah. But anyway, they they fight some some robots, and that's it. They're like they're like a race of bounty hunters. Yeah. They're like IG88 if IG88 was a bunch of tiny robots. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a legion. Yeah. Yeah. But like they're babies. Mm-hmm. Which. I guess maybe they are. They are not robots then. Right. I don't know. Are they just aliens? I think they're alien robots. Because they hatch. Yes. Yeah, but they, you know. This this book really, like, X-Men has this thing about eggs. They do love their eggs. Like, really love their eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a book. But it, yeah, like, it was just, it, for me, it was really unfortunate because I was, ex- I guess because of the last issue, I was really expecting a character study of Nightcrawler and I was, like, surprisingly really interested in that. Me too. post that issue of X-Men where I was like, oh, you know what? I do kind of want to know Kurt's take on this whole thing. Yeah. And get, like, a little more insight into his character. And, Same. And we just didn't get that. And maybe that's not what this series, this giant size is meant to be. Maybe each book is going to be something different. Yeah. Um, that's it. Right? So that's what they did. I think, I think that's an excellent question. Why hasn't Thunderbird been resurrected? Yeah. I, well, and you you know, you referenced it in our Hawks and Pox episode of Back Issues, but like, didn't they, uh, they, they allude to Thunderbird being kind of like yes. essential to, uh, what is it, the Chimera Protocol? Uh, yeah, he's part of one of them, or, or he's part of something. Yeah, like, based on yeah. Bar Sinister's like vagaries. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, he's like one of the characters in the Marvel Universe who have not 
been he's brought not on back. the yeah he's not brought back technically but he's also not brought back through most of marvel history correct yeah no they did not resurrect thunderbird usually if ever there's a thunderbird or a warpath uh he's a brother or something right but like you know what i mean like it's i know like uncle ben <laughs> uh, yeah there's a few constants originally it was uncle ben bucky yeah you know, but now it's just uncle ben and maybe thunderbird yeah they're I like well, we won't bring him back just cuz yeah well, just, we've been doing we've been not doing it for so long why not not do it yeah it just, it just seems weird now it would be weird it's gonna be a lot something. to explain yeah he'd have to bring brought up so literally let's just the entire not. time let's just leave him over there yeah um but yeah i mean like i probably if i was going into this book not expecting a character study it wouldn't have been as much of a letdown yes because but it, i think it's still like a good story yeah it's you know, fine it's, it was... it's a little adventure it's like a little side thing that's going on like yep. it's it's interesting to see how much is going on on Krakoa, which makes sense. There's so many individuals on the island. What yeah. are they doing all day? They can't just be constantly partying. And some of them obviously are, and some of them aren't. Yeah. But like what they're doing. And again, the addressing of Westchester. Right. I appreciate all the like little like pieces of information we get dropped. But as yes. far as the story is concerned, kind of a meh. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. A, a skippable issue. You could probably just get the pieces from it. But yeah. like, I would read it just because it's like, hey, Alan Davis. And also like... There are some nuances in there that you may want to pour over. Right. Sure. Certainly. And you never. And what's funny about this is like it's frustrating, but also exciting because you never know what little piece of information in a Hickman story is going to come back later on to be a linchpin. Yeah. So. No, it's true. So yeah, uh, let's let's do some super chats. Okay. There's a couple of questions we've had oh. uh, from uh, Lyndon Stewart working from home, so I got oh, to watch nice. live, throw some cash at my favorite YouTubers. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Uh, and had time to read all the books I thought you'd review. Triple score. Nice. Thanks a lot. Excellent. Hopefully yeah. we stick within those boundaries. Yeah, like, yeah. Thanks, Lyndon. Uh, Read some random stuff. Deanie Dude 7, what's your favorite comic by Rick Remender? Uh, Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine. I'm going to just go, what? I. Yeah, I don't like a lot of Remender. Okay. Um, but uh, he, he actually, it's funny, Rick Remender has been using the quarantine to like basically reveal all of the pitches he made that Marvel said no to. Oh, wait, really? Yep. That's kind of cool. It is cool. What's wow. even funnier is I'm like, every time I read one, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm glad you rejected that. <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, Marvel seems to actually have quality control. I'm glad oh, to hear that. Look at that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, all right. There's a couple of things that I am really bad at. Mm -hmm. um, one is remember the name of an actor in a movie. Two is who is singing that song. Mm -hmm. I never know. And three is uh, I can never remember books written by people. Yeah. For some reason. I'm just like, I'm like, it's like a block. And then I'll be like, oh yeah, duh. Like, I don't know what it is about that. Yeah. So, Brian G., all my classes are now online, so I get oh, to watch hey. you guys live for the second time. Hey. Enjoy. Thanks for keeping the show alive. Of course. And and, and good on you for, like, st like doing the online classes. I know it's something that can be a struggle for a lot of people because yeah. it's a completely different way of being accountable and more of it falls on the student than the teacher at times. Totally. And like a poor professor or teacher will put all of it on the student as opposed to trying to share that weight, knowing, especially in this time that this isn't something that everyone is accustomed to. So yeah. hopefully you have a good teacher or professor yeah. that will help you through this. Thank you very much, man. Uh, Ronald Caterasano says, Hey guys, just jumping in real quick to say, I appreciate everything you guys do. Just read Wildstorm by a Warren Ellis. <laughs> Great story, beautiful art. Uh, I agree with the art. I thought the story was incredibly boring, but like I, now that it's done, I should read it. Yeah, you should just go back. I literally dropped it, it after like, like a... I think issue six or seven. I was like, I gotta stop. Yeah, no, the art was is really cool. Jonathan David Hunt, Davis Hunt is great. He's drawing Shadow Man. 
Uh, Shadow Man won't be coming out for a while anymore, but like right. I'm looking forward to it when it does because I've seen that art and Me it's too. great. Uh, Cam senses I'm using my quarantine time to catch up on recommendations for the show. Nice. Just finished Saga, Sandman, The Dark Knight Returns, Kingdom Come, and Ex Machina. Save, stay safe. Wow! It's an incredible list, by the way. Uh, nicely done, Cam. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, finished Sandman. That's really cool that you actually finished it. Um, yeah, dude. Because there's a lot of it's Sandman. A good, it's a good story, though, right? Yeah. No, I, it's a hell of a ride. Exactly. And if you're looking for more indie recommendations, actually, if you go over to Instagram.com slash CompopOfficial, uh, Tiffany curated a list uh, for your quarantine. Uh, it's called the Compop COVID-19 Reading List, which we're, like, dumping every couple of days. Yeah. Where uh, right now the first one is a independent comics reading list that includes, like, about seven or eight different Just, major uh, books, it, stories. That, yeah. I wouldn't say it's every incredible indie comic I've no. ever read by a long shot. It was just some stuff that you could probably get your hands on pretty easily yeah. um, either from a delivery service or online. Yeah. So, and they're all, they all have at least one completed story arc that was, so you can enjoy yeah, it. That was it too. I mean, there's so many more, but I didn't yeah. want to be overwhelming. No, that's fair. Also Instagram lets you do so many. That's the thing sites. is that like we did a Superman recommendation <laughs> list as well. And I had to drop all-star Superman yeah. because I just didn't have enough room. The fact is we might as well just call it the all-star Superman list because like, obviously everybody's list is going to have all-star Superman on it. <laughs> uh, D- Dan V 900. I have not been a fan of the last two issues of X-Men, but it, it but I am Team Doom in that crossover. That's X Men Fantastic Four. Yes. I really like the ending of Curse of the White Knight. I also, uh, in, I didn't enjoy. We'll get into it. I'm reviewing Cur- Curse okay. of the White Knight, so we'll talk about that more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian Rollins just caught up on something that's killing. On something is killing the children. On your suggestion, it's great, isn't it? Thanks for keeping up. Thanks and keep up the amazing content. It's so good. Right. It's just such a strong story. Yeah. Can't wait to find out more. And Saud Alfani is oh returned uh, in a big bad way. Thank you very much. Much sound. Uh, 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 hi, how are you doing? We're doing well, Althani. How are you, man? Yeah. Hopefully, you're doing well and staying safe and feeling, you know, healthy. My understanding is it's warm by Saud. Mm. Very well. Enjoy. No, like hot. Oh well, yeah. then keep cool, man. Yeah, like like hot. But stay well, man, and yeah. uh, keep your health. Like not and... that like nice, like you know. Oh, this. No, is no, pleasant. yeah. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah. thank you very much, man, and I hope you're doing well. Uh, Dan V900, Amazing Spider-Man 42 was emotionally impactful for me. It would get to any dog lover. Yeah, big time. Uh, it was the best issue in a while. I love the two-issue arc of Batman Superman with the Darrington art and Batman and no Batman who laughs. I know, no Batman who laughs in that book. It's nice. We'll get into it later, but thank you very much, Dan. Uh, and Sad Othani returns. Sinister is the first chimera with Thunderbird. There you go. That was it. That was that was the in the like the sinister gossip. Right. Yeah. Uh, Lyndon Stewart, the bar oh. sinister <laughs> gossip, says Thunderbird's powers are the first mutant power Sinister put into himself. Yes. So they don't resurrect Thunderbird. Well, they could, though. They should. Well, I can't believe they haven't. Right. Uh, Troy Harness, since my favorite book, Daredevil, was stopped on a cliffhanger due to the halted distribution, I desperately binged all three Daredevil seasons on Netflix again in about a week. I need Zdarsky Daredevil and Symbiote Spider-Man. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> listen, Troy, uh, number one, Zdarsky's Daredevil is the best in a long time. Yeah. Number two, Symbiote Spider-Man is great. If I didn't have to look at it, I love that series if it weren't for the art. Right. And three, uh, Marvel did not stop the distribution. The books from Marvel are still coming coming out just digitally only right now. DC is working out a distribution system for physicals. They're not going to stop printing. Right. Uh, they've halted printing, but they will be returning to it. We're going to get into that later on. Probably not in this episode, but in the future. Sure. Talk about the future of, of, of comics. And if you haven't, by the way, checked out our long discussion about the death of print based on COVID-19, check out our comic line, which came out last week. It's over here in the channel somewhere. 
but yeah, no, man. Um, Daredevil should continue. Yeah. But uh, but I'm glad you checked out the series because Daredevil's my favorite show from Marvel. Uh, Taylor Petcher, and then we're going to move on to books. Uh, currently collecting my unemployment, so this may be my last Super Chat for a while. Oh my gosh, Just yeah. chilling, rereading some of my comics collection. I'm sorry to hear that, Taylor, but Dude, thank you so I'm much so for your support sorry. over the years. We do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully you will be getting back to work very soon. Uh, you know, keep keep collecting your check, uh, save, and, yeah. you know, uh, don't don't eat out, uh, cook in. We can't eat out anyway. I know, but you can, you can order. Like, yeah, no, it's or... true. It's true. And, like, also, like, doesn't mean you, you, we're happy to have you no matter what. It's true, yeah. Super you can just chat, hang with us. unnecessary to hang out with no, us No, it's here. true. It's free to comment. Uh, and Al Zaron uh, Wayne says, hey, guys, I love the show. First time catching it live. Welcome to the show, Al Zaron. I uh, hope you is. all continue all the shows, including Comic Line. You guys are amazing. Be safe out there. We Thank will. You, you, you too. too. Comic Line is going to continue as long as we have stuff to talk about that's yes. meaty and everybody wants to talk about it. Uh, although uh, I'm, I'm expecting a full na- like statewide quarantine uh, any day now. We had it in Maryland and Virginia. New Jersey, I'm sure, is going to follow close behind, yeah. uh, which may... Put a put a damper on the shooting here uh, in the studio with the team. Though we are gonna try and work out some kind of like a distance distance shooting shooting schedule. Uh, though you'll see this kind of thing every day, and uh, we have the le- we have at least the next three to four episodes of back issue shot and cut and up on the channel and waiting to come out. Yeah. So and Sal and I can always do things together. Big time. Technically. Oh, so, definitely. Yeah, we got that going for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something. That is something. Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, you want to talk about a book? Yeah, I've got quite a few. I know you do. Um, what should we talk about? Um, uh, Hellblazer? Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to go much into that because it's not like a story I've been covering too much of what's been going on in the plot mm-hmm. super intensely. But you remember that like, um, like grassroots yoga hipster magician yes. who was like, you know, granted this like, you know, title by some mysterious individuals yeah. who, that, that he now wants to pass on to Constantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically that was all a ruse. Okay. And um, the, the guardian of the Merlin trove is like just a bunch of bunk that okay. like they used to try to bait out Constantine from wherever he was mm. because um, it, it's basically a couple folk that Constantine knows. And they were like, we need you to stop this basically world ending ish event like that will like consume magicians and finally kill Constantine. Oh, okay. And, um, it could be what we saw at the beginning of like zero, you know what I mean? With, um, Tim from books of magic. I'm not sure, but I do know that old Constantine, the, the old version of yep. him is definitely playing a role in this and it's the villain role and it's oh. like to what end and yeah, I yeah. don't know um, cool so inevitably like Constantine shirks off his responsibilities kind of gets to the the heart of it goes back to like tell the kid that like he's like listen you don't really have a title and like it's, I'm sorry like they're like you're playing like a fool mm. because like they thought that like first they were like he's like oh you know like if someone else's life is online maybe you'll step up to the bite and he's like you know i won't <laughs> and they're like yeah but there's also a chance that this guy could defeat it and then wouldn't you look like a jerk true and he's like damn it mm. like that's where constantine like because this guy technically is younger and he's a little more virile and such so he's like no i don't want him to win yeah so he goes to tell him all of this he practices it a couple times he opens the door to the cafe where the, the guy is and we see him like like battered and bloodied like on the floor mm-hmm. and um like basically he was attacked by like an like an unknown assailant who mm. had like a mask on and like a bunch of like big nails and a hammer yeah and like really messes him up and uh inevitably like 
after he has like a week or so to like recuperate, he's fine. And uh, Constantine's kind of cool about it. He decides to not be such a jerk, which is like kind of classic Constantine to some degree. Yes. Where it's just like, I'm, I'm an ass. Right, until, I should stop. Up until, until I'm am. not, and then I'll be an ass again. Because right. it's like somehow he thinks that that's like balancing things, but it never quite equals out. Sure. Um, where he like doesn't tell him that it was all a bunch of crap. And that yeah. basically he doesn't, I guess he doesn't want him to feel like being beaten half to death was for nothing. Yeah, And yeah, so that's he's fair. just like, oh yeah, no, I want you to like be my paladin for whatever. And like, so he knights him, like he falsely knights him and says like, oh, he's like, so I can hang on to all this stuff and like be like in charge of the Merlin trove. And he's like, yeah, sure. Sure. Whatever. Um, at the end of the issue, um, you know, he tells him, he's like, Hey, if you hear anything that has to do with like my name or anything, definitely pass it along. But like, just text me. Don't, don't come to me. Yeah. So basically these two characters are gonna be parting ways, but before they do, he tells Constantine, he's like, he had your laugh. Like, the guy who attacked me, he had your laugh. Right. And, like, I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. So then we see, like, old Constantine visiting someone else that Constantine recently put into the hospital um, for being a dick. And um, I'm like, okay. So clearly he's, like, the villain of all of this. Um, yeah. But for what reasons, I don't know. Could they be for some greater good? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, so... That's it. Like, All right. I, I really like this book um, just because of the way Spurrier writes it. I like how he writes John. Yeah. Um, because John really does come off like a complete ass or an arse. In Good. This. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I think it's just really well done. The art in this, like, these past two issues was very different than what we'd seen previously, but I think it fit for the nature and the tone of this. So mm. I'm not really sure where it's going to go next. Okay. The um, art, by the way, is by Matthias uh, Bergara. Yeah. Matthias. Matthias? Mate- Matthias. Matthias? I would say Matthias. Okay. Um, yeah, very different. And, like, there's actually some, like, if you really like sort of, like, watercolory looks to some things, there are some really spectacular panels of, like, Ooh. John in, like, total shadow, like, That's... having a really, like, introspective moment. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's just kind of very, like, illustratory looking, and I, yeah. I like it a lot. I love nice that. Looking. That's so, nice. Yeah. It's it just, for me, it's been a fun read, and if it's, if you like Hellblazer, and maybe you were gun-shy after what they did to John during the New 52, yeah. this might be a, a, a new place to pick up. It probably won't have the exact same grungy dirty feel that old i don't know i thought it kind of did the last time. i would say yes but like there's something about those early hellblazer books that have a very different feel yeah and this is definitely like a modern take on that so it won't feel exactly the same but i think it's pretty close okay cool so yeah uh yeah. do you want me to go into something else or are you doing to super chats uh, we should do some super chats while okay. you prep for the next one oh, sure sure um but yeah 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 uh what was it uh uh, Russian bot says, "Hey, have you heard of Soul Finder Demons Match? It seems like an interesting Hellblazer esque comic." No, no. I for like five seconds thought you were pitching us some sort of weird app and or like game. Soul Finder. Yeah, yeah. Like or like a game because there's like a lot of like those like Monster Prom style games out there where it'd be right? like Soul Finder Demon Match. Like you're running a demon app to help <laughs> help demons find their soulmates. <laughs> yeah, why not? No. no uh, okay. <laughs> Joseph Del Polito says, uh, hey, you've been a long time viewer. Normally can't catch you live. Did work. Been working from home now, and hey. I'm able to contribute as a fellow North New Jerseyite. Hey! hey. 
I know the cost of living here. You gotta buy a lot of books over time. You got me to buy a lot of books over time. Oh man! Well, I'm glad to hear that, man. Thank you very much. I know it is expensive to live up here, but yes. uh, I'm glad you were able to buy a lot of books too. So that's the thing. That. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for ha- for helping us out yeah. and for checking out the show. Welcome yeah. to the show. I'm glad you're able to catch us live. Yeah. And now you're part of the show, man. Uh, Eternal Blockbuster. Hey guys, long time. <laughs> Staying safe here. Decided to sign up for my local comic shops. Shipping service. Shout hey, out excellent. to Comicopia in Boston. Like Love you guys. Keep it up. Um, yeah, man. The like, if, if any store is more versatile, I don't. Or any, any industry is more versatile, I don't know. Like comic shops, like constantly are battling irrelevancy and like saving themselves from death. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm glad they are adapting and working towards like something new we've been here we've been to comicopia uh in boston because we've been to boston we went here when we were in uh pax east oh man yeah no i really liked this store and uh so shout out (laughs) to comicopia good luck to you guys um and uh yeah like uh if you do have a local comic book store that is doing something i know that like a lot of shops are doing uh boxes or um shipping orders i know that i contacted my shop zap comics in wayne and manalpan new jersey uh to get some back issues Mm -hmm. Uh, no pun intended uh, but it also is a pun because it's for a show called back issues yes i want to do a an event and it's never been collected in trade and i've been slowly but surely chipping away at it but i got like 12 issues left to go and so i just said oh screw it so i messaged them on facebook and i was like here's all the books i'm looking for yeah whatever you have let me know how much they are and then send them to me and yeah they're like i'll check the warehouse and i know they're they have an extensive warehouse yeah. hopefully they'll have a lot of the things i'm looking for but what i'll do is i'll just start like chipping away at comic shops i know and like ordering my books yep uh, yeah anything we can do to help them out exactly uh, but yeah, especially uh, Zap, they've been very like kind to us. They've been very he- they, so, they've been very helpful. Definitely, they've always been nice to us. Uh, Josh McTurner says, "Talk about death metal. That is an event that is coming out. I think it has a logo now." Really? Yep. They're also still calling. I haven't it- seen it. No, it just it look you know it looks like what you'd expect. Well, I, it'll be interesting too to see like and again like this is partially why I think that DC's trying not to slow down their publishing because again they have these bigger events coming out yeah and there's like timelines that kind of have to match up you yeah. know what i mean oh no like, definitely so, like i'm sure they're like struggling with that choice again absolutely keeping their employees fed and paid mm-hmm. and also keeping their timeline on but yeah also that damaging like like it will, it will be damaging their relationship with local comic book stores at the same time it's not an easy choice to make yeah hopefully although, though hopefully I will say, it wasn't an easy choice true although i will say like comic shops are kind of over a barrel like i know you know it's like oh no mm-hmm. dc screwed you and when it all comes out you'll continue to order from them exactly yeah. what you did before no, like there's nothing they have no hand i know uh so what do you got prepped oh i was gonna say uh let's talk about justice league dark yeah jld um also known as justice league meets uh, the last of us ah. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't i mean like every time you do anything with like cordyceps I believe that's what they're called. Those mushrooms. Oh, okay. Those parasitic mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's immediately where you my, my mind goes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is dealing... This book in particular deals a lot with the Rot and the Arcane family. Cool. And Abby. And... Oh, Abby. <laughs> this is all an inside joke, by the way, because it no is. one watched it. I know. If you go to DC Universe, you can check out the entire series of Swamp Thing. I highly recommend it. I mean, like, it kind of gets rushed at the end, but that's... That last if you episode, know the nature of what happened to the show, you're like, that's unfortunate. That wasn't like I get their it. choice. Yeah. 
Um, but, but yeah, every time that uh, Swamp Thing says anything, yeah, you can bet your bottom dollar he'll say Abby. Yep. But like very sad. Yeah. He'll be like Abby. Yep. And it's just so you can you can turn it into a drinking game. Like every episode, you're like, I'll bet he, I'll bet the first thing he says is Abby. Right. Well, Abby's supposed to be like the you know guardian or the emissary of the Black, the Rot, right? Uh-huh. And um, like she's like living in like this dreamlike world where like she's revisiting her memories, but they're always incorrect, and then they all kind of fall apart and like become like grotesque and horrible. Okay. Um, which is kind of cool. It's like uh, this is where the art shines. Um, because this is by Ram V, who like does a really good job sometimes. Who's writing it? Oh, uh, is it, it is it Tynan? Yeah, it's Tynan still. He's still doing it. Tynan's I thought he was done. Still on it until I think this is over. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but no, I... no. That's that's fair. Um, the story is by Ram V and Tynan, so I have a feeling that Tynan maybe was doing the scripting. Especially when you look at the credits page and or like on the cover, Ram like V is top. Oh, and then Tynan. Uh, yeah. Um, so I have a feeling that. He probably came up with the idea, and Ram V might be doing more of the like nitty gritty on it a little sure. bit, because um, he wrote the script, I guess. So, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm completely wrong. Ram V did the story and the script, and Alvaro Martinez Bueno did the pencils. There uh, we go. Okay, I, I'm good. So Tynan's off. Yeah, but um, so Bueno is like fine, and like I'm sure a lot of people saw that page of Wonder Woman doing. The, like, single-page, single-panel action sequence down the stairs. Yes. Which was cool. Like, yeah, it's a cool Admittedly, it's a page. cool image. It's a cool idea. Um, obviously, I think, as well, that it has been influenced by, obviously, many artists that came beforehand. Other artists have clearly done this. More recently, Nick Darrington did it. Yes, Darrington and, did it a lot. And let's be honest, like... Uh, artists are, are influenced by one another. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I was no. just like, oh, that's that's interesting. Cool. Yes. All right. I like the coloring's kind of cool because it gives it like a really retro vibe. It, it, you know, it's funny. The almost... pencils also remind me of like classic yeah. Swamp Thing Vertigo. But like it's weirdly out of place in the rest of the book. And like uh... When We're With Abby in the Rot also gives me that sort of classic Vertigo. vibe yeah. for um, Swamp Thing. Uh, like DC Vertigo that time yeah, yeah. For, for Swamp Thing. The rest of the book is just like seemingly not as important or like done as well in my opinion no. um animal man has been infected by the way we knew that last time yeah. it's getting progressively worse um he has a plan and his plan is to call to the like flatworm that's in his body yeah. to help him out okay oh that's it that's all that happened that's his plan oh we don't see anything happen there uh zatanna and um Constantine are looking for Abby because they're hoping if they get all of the emissaries together, they can kind of put a, a stop to this and like put things back into balance. Oh, right, cool. But they can't find Abby, so they go to Abby, uh, Abby to a forgotten uh, asylum essentially where like there's a lot of rot. Um, Constantine uses a kind of interesting device, he uses a Houdini key. Because he's like, here's what, he's like, you know, you open this door and like be anything behind it. It's just like, you know, like an empty room or whatever, unless you use the right key on the right door. And he uses it and it opens up into the black. Okay. Into the rot. Cool. And so um, they end up getting attacked by some like crazy looking monsters. And then we see another example of like Bueno's like interesting panel layouts. I think this is more successful because it feels again a little bit more like that, like that vertigo swamp thing feel where like. Constantine eats a little bit of this one root, which like gives him like kind of a trip, which helps him to find where Abby is. He essentially f- like falls into like 
part of a vine. Okay. And then we see him tumble vertically through panels. Oh, cool. That are laid out in like a three-dimensional space. Okay. Does that make any sense? What I uh, just said? No, but I'm gonna just pull it up. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, like, I think this is a better example. Of, of doing that like that single yeah. page action sequence, um, so I think that's really well executed, and again has that kind of like vertigoy ish feel well, to it's, it. It's it's trying something new. It is that's really that is actually incredibly effective and yeah. su- and successful. Right, but you can also see where it's like also breaking like a fourth wall sort of. Yeah, or like it's meta where he's seemingly ripping through the comic book. Yeah, the panels. Yep. in a way. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's just cool. Uh, he stumbles upon Abby and um, Swamp Thing meeting in one of her memories. And, like, again, it's not quite right. And so, like, Swamp Thing, like... Oh, it's drawn exactly like it. I know, right? This is where this book, this art shines. This is it, right here. Also, yeah. how much does that, that that panel lay out with, like, well, yeah, show yeah, that, what first we got, of all. Yeah. Um, like, it's just so reminds me of that. The coloring, not so much. Yeah. The coloring's a little more modern, mm-hmm. like a modern take on it. A little it. bit, but like her hair color, that is exactly what she should be from, yeah. from the Alan Moore run. But like sometimes when they would print the Swamp Thing comics, like it obviously like yeah. the printing was a little off. And mm-hmm. so like his coloration would be like either more vibrant yeah. or like whatever. So like depending on how it ended up printing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then. But then he like melts away as her memory like shifts and like he becomes, as she like puts like the, the bones of a memory. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. This panel, like this page or this like splash page reminds me of um, Batwoman. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so you get like these really interesting things. And so then when we go back to like standard fighting stuff, it's just not as cool. No, no. And um, this also looks, this is like evocative of classic 80s DC, yeah. but with a modern spin. Like that's, yeah. that skeleton is very modern, but like everything else about it is very like, yeah. like Tom Mandrake kind of like <laughs> shit. That's very interesting. Right. Constantine pulls her out. So now he's got Abigail at, at the very least. Um, but Zatanna runs into her dad, Anton Arcane, who had been in charge of the Black. She took over. The Arcane family has had a like real tie to this, mm-hmm. to the rot. Um, so now he's a player in on the field here, essentially. And I'm okay. sure he has some greater um, intentions. Right. Sure. <laughs> I- I'm sure. Um, does this kind of feel like it's a filler wrap-up for Tynan? Sure. Mm-hmm. Is Tynan currently writing Batman and I kind of get it? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know... I really loved Justice League Dark. I still yes. really do like this, but unfortunately, uh, I wouldn't say it's as strong. Mm. Um, and we'll just see where it goes next. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens with this book. Well, the art's incredibly intriguing. So. It is, but again, like some of that early stuff, like with, I, I don't know, like the way he draws Satana is fine. Yeah. You know well, the I mean? cover is very uninspired. It is. It really is. It's, it's seemingly when they get into that like swamp thing realm yeah. into the rot into the black that's when like, it's too bad because like the wonder woman sequence is admittedly cool it is. and so is the uh so is that that constantine thing is the constantine movie. i think is stronger than the wonder woman sequence yeah. um but i know i saw the wonder woman sequence more than i saw the other one right online right. so um to mention it yeah definitely there are more uh, super chats i wanted to get into sure uh, Gunga13 <laughs> says, uh, hey guys, been Hi. using my free time to reread 52, oh my, goodness. my series, uh, as great as ever. Also, great Superman list. Also, I thought Sal would have added American Alien. Yeah, man. Uh, that was also in our Instagram.com slash official. We have a Superman reading list. Um, basically, I'm just recommending some of the best runs of Superman stories. Like, some of the best Superman stories you can grab. Yeah. Um, I did not include American Alien because of Max Landis. Uh, and I dropped America, uh, All-Star because y'all read All-Star. 
Like, the fact is, you might, like, go, eh, you know, the, uh, like, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, like, you know, the cover's kind of hokey, and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I hear Alan Moore, sure, it's, I'm sure it's good. But, like, no, it actually is really, really great. Yeah. I think I like What Do You Get for the Man Who Was Everything more, but that being said, like, All-Star Superman, like, everyone, you get it. I mm-hmm. get it. You've read it. But uh, American Alien, I was, I literally, I made a graphic for it, and I was like, huh. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. fair. I agree, too. I think, I do like... Um, and I recommend American Alien. I love that book. Oh, yeah, no, I meant, like, I was talking about the two more stories. I oh, think yeah. I also like For the Man Who Was Everything more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's stronger. It's more... It's concise. It's more concise. The other one's, like, you know, it's, it's a little sillier. It's a little hokier. Yeah. Kurt Swan's art also makes it look a little more silly and, and dispensable. Yeah. Or disposable. I, I, you know what's funny is, like, not that you can really compare the two because they're completely different, yeah. but I definitely like Gaiman's... Um, whatever happened to the, to the Cape Crusader. Crusader a little bit more oh yeah um, but that's it's but very different it's very different, it's very like, different. you really and that's can't Batman. compare them no um, but you're meant to but they sound like I'm sure Alan Moore would say that uh, it succeeds because he's trying to write like him oh my god that's that's a quote I know it is uh, Meow Nian says hey Silent Tiffany Zack Hi. Snyder just released a live commentary of Batman vs Superman uh, are you gonna watch it just kidding love you both stay healthy <laughs> and safe yeah man listen uh, Zack Snyder did do that he did it on his exclusive uh, social media platform that no one else has you have to pay to use uh, that's why he's doing it by the way he gets a percentage of whatever people subscribe to oh, his really? thing which is why he did it in the first place um, oh. and he knows he has like a very very small dwindling audience that will like only get smaller as people get older and um, what's interesting about the BVS thing is that he dropped a whole bunch of like here's what we would have done if they'd let me do what I wanted to do and I'm like dude let it go mm-hmm. it's over like if you need to provide a dossier on all the shit you would have done to sure. make those movies better. It wasn't good. Well, I mean, okay, listen, like, yes, I agree. But like, you know, right now people are like, because they're home and they're looking for stuff to do. It's actually do. a great idea. Well, I, and I, and like, you got to give it to him for like, even if he is making some coin off of it, like providing content for those who might be looking for it. Absolutely. So, we're not, like, we're not beyond that ourselves. No, no, but I'm just saying like, so like there is something good from that because like there are people who want that and yeah. probably really enjoyed it. So yeah, that's fair. You know, good um, on him. Yeah, I'm not checking it out. No, I'm not gonna be checking it out. <laughs> I saw it enough. I saw that. I saw. I saw that movie. I'm good. But uh, yeah, man. Um, Christian, per- no, I'm sorry. Deanie Dude Seven. Would you do Trans Metropolitan by Warren Ellis on back issues? No, uh, I think it's a little too hard edged for back issues, and I also like. I don't think it's big enough to talk about anymore. Like, yeah. I think it might have been. But not anymore. Right. That's when, fair. When HBO does a Transmetropolitan series, then we'll do it. There you go. And I promise you they will. Really? Because, like, they, because they're not going to make a Watchmen series, and it was too successful. So they're going to be like, all right, what's next? Can we make a V show? <laughs> no. Can no, you we, really can't. You could do an LXG show, and that would be great. I think they'd be too afraid to do that. No. No, they just wouldn't call it LXG. Because it isn't LXG, it's just the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right. Calling LXG was your way of like trying to X-Menify the, 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 these literary characters. Right, right. Uh, but, but yeah, um, Christian Pereira, hello guys. If you Hi. haven't already, you should check out the first issue of Resistance by Straczynski and Deodato Jr. It's weirdly a, uh, apropos in our present context. Stay safe. I'll check it out. Yeah, uh, it's from a different publisher, but uh, JMS doing books with Deodato Jr. sounds really cool. Is that... Um... Uh, is it a sci-fi? I don't know. Probably. Okay. <laughs> it's, 
Uh, Joshy Lee, there's lots of time to catch up with comics these days. Going through the IDW TMNT books now. Thanks for all the great content. Love the earrings, Tiffany. Thank you. Yeah, man, TMNT's great. You can read the whole thing and it ends in, like, it doesn't end, but, like, you can read up to 100 issues and you're good. Like, it's pretty solid. Uh, Trotsky's Taco helps us out in a nicely, like, way, and then also adds, uh, do you two have any yes. thoughts about Coates's cap and Black Panther run? I also, uh, I know a lot of people are turned off by the slow burn, but I dig it. I hear you, I haven't picked up either of them. Um, it, it after the, like, wake of different runs on those characters, I was like, I'm gonna take a break from those characters, particularly because they're used in Avengers. I was like, if it is, I usually read Captain America and Black Panther because they're tethered to the Avengers, and, uh, because I hate the Avengers right now. I don't want to read anything like that. That's fair. Uh, I know that Coates would do nothing like what Aaron's doing, but I also just don't want to. So, I don't want to be in that space. Okay, but I mean, like maybe you'll pick up a trade of it. Oh well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Maybe just check it out. I so, yes, it is. And the only reason I remember that very specifically is because I remember seeing an ad for it someplace for Resistance, mm. um, and it said from Babylon Five creator J. Michael Straczynski, and I was like, I have to make yes! sure I'm correct. That, They're still like, doing it. He, yeah, that's what. That's how they they like. They're still billing him as that. Yes. I can't believe that. That's like a joke I make. And people I know, are like, but that's literally what they wrote. I was like... From creator of Babylon 5, J. Michael Straczynski. Like, I wish I had taken a screenshot of it. That's funny God. as hell. God damn it. <laughs> so, um, the... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Dini Dude 7. Tiffany, what's your favorite Vertigo book? Sandman. You guys are great. Thank you. Sorry, Sandman. <laughs> yeah, Sandman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Preacher's Mind. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's... No, it's Sandman. But yeah. And Sandman, it's Sandman. I, it might be volume one. Mm-hmm. It might be volume two, but I'm pretty sure it's volume one. Just because volume one is a complete story all on its own, just because mm-hmm. that's what Gaiman thought was going to happen to him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, X-Men Fantastic Four number three came out. I really it's wanted from, to read this and I didn't get the opportunity. It's from Chip Zdarsky and uh, the Dodsons. It's just a little, like, it's it's fun. It just keeps it going. Uh, the X-Men split up. One team goes with Doom to help Franklin to unwi- uh, to fix his power problems. The other sure. uh, group goes into the, like, Doom Island, the phony Krakoa, to uncover the secrets of the phony Krakoa. They discover, like, a little, a little team, like, a little family of mutants. Um, they're like, hey, it's cool. Come with us. And they're like, no, because they're loyalists. They're Latverians. Right. Just because they're mutants and they were displaced and they're put on an island because they're different doesn't mean they don't still love or at the very least are indoctrinated to love Doom. Well, it seems like the weather's a little better there than in Latveria. I wouldn't be so oh, upset big time. about being put on the island, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly better than Latveria. Yeah, it's Eastern European. It's rainy. It's cold. Forget <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, so uh, one of the Doombots attacks them and Wolverine's like, a Doombot? I know what to do about this. I got six, I got six solutions for this problem. So he, he puts all that? of them in. No, I oh. said that. He just puts all of them into him, and it turns out that, like, Doctor Doom deliberately arranged that situation to happen to, you know, because tr- he's like, Wolverine's on the team. So obviously, well, like, obviously, he's going to try and solve his problems with knives right. shooting out of his fists. Because, I mean, what is he going to do otherwise? Yeah, what's he even doing here? So, uh, yeah, while they're fixing Franklin, or at least they're like, pretending to fix Franklin, Doom is like, oh, one of your friends went off the reservation and killed one of my loyal subjects. One of the mutants that lives on the island was wearing a Doom 
armor and attacked them. So Wolverine inadvertently killed a Latverian mutant and caused an international incident, which caused Doom to go like, well, I got to respond in kind. Hey, you know Doom bots? Well, how about Doom Sentinel bots? Right. So Doom unleashes Sentinel bots, and that's sure. how the book ends. Uh, it, you know, it, it's interesting because, like, that causes less of an international incident than if he had put a subject of Latveria in there that wasn't a mutant because then Wolverine would be have to be tossed into exile. Yes. Well, Wolverine did kill one of his own mutants. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah, Wolverine will have to face Krakoan judgment. Um, the best part of the book is, of course, that uh, while they're, like, looking over Franklin trying to fix this problem, uh, Doom essentially says what I would say if I were talking to Reed Richards, in which, you know, because Reed's like, or because uh, Xavier's like, you know, um, like, you, you're you taking our help and you're letting us work with you to solve this, fr- this problem, but, like, and he's like, yeah. No, he's like, well, how come you're not taking our drugs and stuff? And he's like, because I don't want you standing on my neck. Like, I don't need your help. Like, and I don't recognize you. Like, you're, you are trying, you're taking the advantage that you were given from birth and that you stole from, like, a sentient island that you found by accident. And you're leveraging its gifts to steal diplomacy. I'm doomed. This is my country. I earned my power. I'm not superpowered. I'm a guy in a suit that I built with magic that I learned. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a country that I took. Like, I, I deserve to rule. You think you deserve to rule because knives shoot out of one, of one of your friend's hands. Like, please. I think you're insulting. You insult me. Like, your, your phony superiority is horseshit. And I'm like, oh my god. And all Xavier can do is chew his lip and, and take it. And it's just so great. It's also fun because it's like, it's Hickman. So it's Hickman being like, I was a god. I made at least four different tie-in series with duplicates of you. Yeah. And now you're in charge? Please. Yeah. But it's also not Hickman because it's Zdarsky writing it. So it's yeah. just like, it's Zdarsky writing... Hickman's Doom. Yep. Good stuff. It's a great issue. Uh, it's a silly series that I doubt will have anything to do with anything that happens in the Hickman run at all, but it is a like Marvel Comics universe story right, that I right. really enjoy. That's cool. I like the fact that Doom and Nam were on the same page. Big time. And I would like to see <laughs> Doom play in that world. Uh, so I would love to see that. Cool. So yeah, X-Men Fantastic Four number three. Check it out. Excellent. Uh, Gar wants <laughs> to know, what do you think, uh, have you read Alienated from Boom? No. Okay. There's only two series I'm reading from, wait, was there a third one? There was one I picked up. I didn't get a chance to read it. Um, <laughs> there's only two series I'm reading from Boom. It's um, Something is Killing the Children and Once in Future. Oh, hey, didn't they come up with an issue recently? They did! Once in Future's back, baby! Issue 7 came out last week, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. the same team? Same team. So it's um, Kieran Gillen and Dan Mora on Yay. art. And it's just it's just awesome. It's just a great story. Um, last when we left, um, Bridget, Gran, and Duncan, and Rose kind of like put a stop to Arthur's plans. Yes. But obviously not permanently. They didn't destroy him or anything like that. And Elaine remained in the other world. Mm. Because I guess she couldn't face her mom. Right. You know what I mean? So she left and ran into seemingly Merlin. Mm, where that's he, right. Like, called her. He's like, you know, like, Elaine's part in the story is over, but like Merlin could use a Nimue. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, in this, um, 
Galahad still like Elaine's son, like that that guy who was like, I'm a knight and I'm awesome and blah blah yeah. blah, blah. He's still with Arthur. Oh. He like remained in his court. Like he, and at the end of the last issue, we do see him turn on his mom, but like he's still there. Okay. And like Arthur wants like someone to do something. He's like, I need my bravest knight. And so he's just like, that's me. I'm I'm your bravest knight. I'm the best knight. It's me. Sure. I am it. And he's like, no. And he's like, okay, you got to prove yourself. You have to sit on the siege perilous, which oh. is like this throne which has like skeletons all over it and you're like obviously this is a bad scene he's like no that's fine i'm totally worthy so i will sit on it and i'll be totally fine he sits on it immediately like starts doing all sorts of crazy stuff to him and he's just like he's like i don't he starts immediately like like no i don't, I don't i've made this. a mistake nope 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 and arthur's like well you're not you are my greatest knight but like you're not it yet mm. and so like if you live you will be huh. um, we find out that duncan and rose have been doing what gran was doing okay and or bridget and um so like duncan just killed a pixie and then he calls his his grandma and he's just like i killed a pixie and like you think that like they're working together initially and then like it's obvious that they have not talked in a while Mm. so he calls rose and um she's like oh you guys like are you back to being okay with each other and he's like we talked that's it yeah so um seemingly they're very much on the outs but rose is doing like scrying for him and so she figures out that there's going to be like a big heist at like a museum and so she gets him like access and like privacy there and then bridget calls her and is like what have you like where is my son going what have you done mm-hmm. like what what's happening uh when he gets there he figures out it's a mask and then um galahad shows up and he's messed up okay cool like he looks like a crazy um army of darkness like evil ash sweet looking monster on a horse and he's just like i'm i'm a perfect knight now Oh no! I'm, he just screams, "I'm perfect!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, you're not. that's good stuff." No, you're not. Um, they fight, and we see while they're fighting in another area, which is turns out to be the British Library. There is another theft going on, but it's a small one, and someone steals a manuscript and leaves. Oh. And the whole thing is a, it's a big ruse. Yeah. Like there is a big fake crime happening, so that like they she who was scrying wouldn't see the smaller one because everything would point to this. Yeah. So um, Duncan is getting his, his ass kicked, right. and then Bridget shows up, sure, um, and basically like gives him a hard time. He charges her, mm-hmm. and then his horse and the bottom of his legs are just cut. So like the horse is cut into this way, yeah, and his legs go flying off, uh, and like in the cell, yeah. And then he disappears and goes back to Otherworld. And she's like, well, he'll be back. Sure. So what she did was she set up a silver line <laughs> across and it, like, destroys him. Mm-hmm. And we see that, like, the two of them aren't, like, cool with each other. And, like, he really wants to, like, like talk with her. And, yeah. like, he wants to trust her, but he can't. But, like, she knows everything, so he has to. And then we get a feel for what thing, what's going to be happening. We find out that it was Nimue, or not Nimue, it was Elaine... I guess I, depending on what will end up where, what she is, but she stole a manuscript and she resurrects an individual. Okay. It's Beowulf. <gasps> what? I was like, that's cool. Freaking. Yep. So I'm like, I don't mind giving you more of this book away because I skipped a lot of it, but like, yeah. I highly encourage you to go back to this series and um, you could technically pick it up here. Like kind of explain a bit of what's been going on, but like I would a hundred percent grab the first six issues of this, it is such a well-paced read. And like Dan Mora is just 
killing it on the art for this book. It's just so spectacular and like very colorful. Mm. Like it is because we're dealing with like magic and such. Yeah. And gets to be colorful, but like it's somehow very dark and like very bright at the same time. Cool. I, I, I don't know. Like, but it's such a high recommend for me. Yeah. And uh, I believe the trade is actually available now. Yeah. So you can go get so it. So you can grab that. So you can just get those um, six issues. Um, but definitely grab this. Oh, yeah. It's just so much fun. And, like, it's really cool to learn more about lore. You right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's a bit of Gillen's, like, spin on it. But, yeah. like, he knows a lot about it. So. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, once in future. Yay. Yay. I love it. Um, let's see here. There's plenty more to go. I have um, two more. What do you have? I have a lot more, I think. We're, we could talk about White Knight, I suppose. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Batman White Knight, which uh, I will pull up once I get rid of Once in Future. <laughs> there we this go. This is it, though. This is the end this of... This is the end uh, of Batman White Knight. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Curse of, of the White Knight. Yeah, not of the White Knight universe. No, 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 no. Uh, there will be a White Knight imprint. Uh, well, a, a, a Murphyverse, as he calls it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be a thing. Um and nothing could be more clear than the last page of this book. So Batman fights the fights John Paul Valley. He betrays his family because he wants to keep them safe uh, while he goes and does the one thing that he doesn't want to do, which is murder John Paul Valley because John Paul Valley has not only stolen the Bat title, he's also stolen his the, the Wayne lineage. He's stolen Gotham. He killed all the rogues. Like Batman has nothing to lose and he's just right. he's doing a Hail Mary and he battles John Paul Valley in a bit of, in a very cool epic battle that I don't want to spoil too much. Sure. But in the end the in the end and Batman, uh, the true Batman is revealed. Uh, Jean-Paul Valley is at Bruce Wayne's mercy and he cuts his throat. Uh, and so uh, Jean-Paul Valley's uh, carotid artery is severed and he begins to bleed out uh, deliberately from Batman's hand. Um, it's a really, really dope fight that ultimately ends in the arrest of Bruce Wayne, the revelation that Harley may be in love with Batman. And, is that uh, much of a revelation? No, but okay. you know, well, they, they they're still teasing it. There's no big kiss or anything. Okay. Uh, and in the end, uh, Batman makes a request while he's in prison to be visited by Jason Todd, a former military man, and uh, Robin as well. And uh, and that's how the book ends. The book ends with the reveal that Jason Todd not only is in the universe, uh, which they, which I think Dick Grayson actually mentions in the book itself, mm. uh, but also that he is now here and that he has a role to play uh, in the future for the Murphyverse. Uh, of course, Bruce Wayne and Batman have been revealed to be one and the same. Uh, Wayne's money has been essentially donated to the city of Gotham, and uh, all the police cars have been replaced by Batmobiles. Like, it is the culmination of everything, and yet it is also a... Uh, unfortunate cliffhanger that requires you to wait for another story to conclude. Is he, is Murphy committed to doing another story? I'm sure he, he is, okay. but he has not, I have not heard him tease a, a, a third chapter. Okay, because I know but he's we, committed to letting other writers play in the world he's created. Yes. I'm just wondering if he's going to let them handle I hope the he doesn't, because okay. the last thing I want is for like other people to answer questions that Murphy clearly has answered himself. Right, right, right. Uh, I also really, really want um, Murphy to draw this stuff, because like yeah. 80% of the book is his art. Right, right. You know, and then there's 20% story. Uh, <laughs> and the story is like fine and cool, but whatever. I'd rather look at this book than read it. Oh. And, uh, and I enjoy it, but uh, it's, you know, but without Murphy, I think there is no universe. 
You know, I don't okay. think there's enough. Okay. Well, you'll have to see, right? I, I will see. I mean, we will all see in the future. So, but who knows, <laughs> we man? We will see. We will see. I, I have no idea, man. But uh, yeah, that's a good. Uh, but it's a good book. Like it's it's interesting and it's and, it, and it's great looking mm-hmm. and, and that's all I can really say about that. Okay. Yeah. You want to talk about the other book that everyone asked about? Oh. You want to talk about something else? Well, I've got I've got a non big two. I think we should we let's both, talk about it because we both read this. We book. We both read it for like that is such a funny picture. Yep. That you put up there. Hey, it's Exo Man of War number one. <laughs> yeah, I, I after we gave away the cover, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick it up. I know that like also Valiant is uh, one of the publishing houses that isn't publishing anything anymore. That's and right. I was like, let's toss a little coin. Yeah, if you yeah, not only to buy but also like, yo, do you uh, you know, are you interested? This is written by Dennis Hopeless Hallam. I noticed that Hopeless has dropped the fake last name and instead has turned it into a nickname. I'm sure after this he will drop the Hopeless entirely and just go with Dennis Hallam. Probably looking for a reinvention of himself. Sure, not a bad idea. Uh, And his art is uh, by Emilio Lizo. 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 There you go. Lizo. I had a chance to read this book early yeah by a lot and uh, one of the things i said about it was uh, it is a great jumping on point Mm -hmm. uh it is it is a really really fun looking book yeah that uh is very new reader friendly if you know nothing about exo man of war you could jump into this series and i think you could easily follow along that was Uh, me the the concept and the conceit of exo man of war is is one of the most rock simple premises you know like people talk about ninjack where they're like it's it's James Bond if he were a ninja. Like, yeah, kind of, but there's a lot of baggage. Exo is literally like, hey, Visigoth gets an alien suit and becomes an Iron Man. That's it. Like, so it's all these different layers. A lot of complications. You know, it's like, dude from the past, brought to the future, alien armor. Plus, he's got military history because he's, like, yeah. rolled into the military. Like, there's a lot going on, but, like, the simple premise is there. Yeah. And so it opens in a big splash epic like alien fight right. with Exo in space because like that's been the book. Right. Exo has always been a spacefaring character who fights aliens. Okay. His main antagonist is typically the Vine. It's an aliens like race that developed this suit or stole it, and also um, is plant based. I would hope so. Based on their name, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I literally went into this not knowing a whole lot about EXO, and the vibe I got off of it is like a more um, social and chatty version of Master Chief. Yeah, because like his AI. Oh, this became Matt. No, no, no. It hasn't up been like this. Of Cortana. Yeah, now it's like no, now it's like Halo. Yeah, like there is that like feeling, except he's a little more like. Uh, he's fallible. Yes. A little more so than I, you get from Chief. You Big know time. what I mean? Like, um... Yeah, he's less of, like, a Doomslayer badass and more of, like... Listen, I would not put, Hale, like, Master Chief and, and Doomslayer in the same boat. No? They're very different I would put them against each other, though. I would never do that. I'd love to see that. I feel like that's not fair. <laughs> to Master Chief. Yeah. No. <laughs> I love Chief. I really do. I think he has a... He's a little more compassionate. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, and less rage-filled. Um, but, like, I feel like Exo is, like... If a person who wasn't like a Doom Slayer, Doom Guy, a Master Chief got a suit and then just kind of messes up. Right. You know what well, I mean? Well, and ended and up has in the like, present future. Yeah, and <clears throat> has like the guidance of a future AI that like has only the history that was recorded the way it was to guide him. Yes. And we see that a lot like in like funny tongue in cheek kind of ways, like where he talks about like basketball, because he's playing it, but he doesn't know how to play no, it. No, and Cortana doesn't know how to describe it. <laughs> It's not, that's not her name. <laughs> it's, the, it's the suit. It's like Shanara? Yeah. Or something to the effect of that? 
Um, but, um, yeah, so, like, he, he, she's trying to teach him how to play or explain what it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, like, says that it was made famous by, like, a bird and a magician. And, like, and I'm, like, because of how history was recorded. That's kind of interesting. Yes. You know what I mean? That, like, obviously, like... Even now, when we go back and look at, like, the far past, like, we can only gauge things by how it was recorded right. for us. And so we may have things a little off here and there. So I was like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. It's a little interesting. Yeah, yeah. Again, like, the fact that he is a fallible individual, he does screw up a little bit more in this than I was anticipating. Yes. But again, like, I don't know much about this character. We, so need, to like, dr- oh. we need to bring him low in this. And yeah. so we do. We bring him, like, down to earth, you might say. <laughs> 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 but yeah so um yeah but uh we're, we're basically we're we're bringing exo down to his roots we're really like yes. we're changing it up we're changing the status quo big time because like yeah. you've seen exo in space you've seen exo work for the military you've seen him fight aliens you've seen him become john carter now how about he lives here yeah like he basically like when he has this alien fight like he ends up like the ship crashes onto earth and like he tries to stop it and does the best that he can, but he ends up bringing it down on the, the GWB during rush hour. And so everyone hates him. For and it. so like everyone hates him and the GWB may be closed down for like six months. So it's like, it's kind of a disaster. Yeah. And like, if you were a hero that was a little more aware of humanity, your surroundings, you know and, what I yeah. mean? Like he would have probably like nudged it slightly into the Hudson. Yeah. You know, like where Sully landed the plane. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so we, like, he screws up there and, like, nobody likes him because of that. Yep. And then we see that, like, he's playing, like, a pickup game and, like, he goes to throw the ball and, like, he throws it too hard and, like, the ball goes flying. Yep. And so he ruins the pickup game. Right. And, like, there's one of the players, um, mom shows up and gives her son a hard time about not getting his homework done. And if he's got time to be playing basketball, he's got time to help her. Mm-hmm. And then she gives him a hard time. And she's sexy. So obviously we're setting her up to be like kind of a potential well, she's love also interest. like, she's sassy. She's, she's sassy. She's like, she's yeah. like, screw you. I don't like you. You're weird. Yeah, you're weird. weird. And I don't like you. She's like, what are you doing? Yeah, because the Valiant Universe doesn't have like a Superman. It's not like I can be like, yay, Exo Man Award. Well, I, she's just kind of like, yeah. I am aware of you. I wish I wasn't. Right, right. Um, and then like we see that like, like Shanhara, the AI, is like, you need to kind of try to fit in a little better. And, like, what's funny is, like, I think he is fitting in. He's got, like, a hoodie on. Like, yeah, he seems but... to fit into surroundings. But she's like, no, you should make a better show of yourself. Like, get, like, a suit and, right. like, get a job because you need money. To eat. To and he's eat. like, screw that. I don't need money to eat. Right. But he's also like, but I was a prince. And she's like, yeah, like, in, like, the fourth century or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not a thing here. Right. Like, you don't have any money. Or the 14th century. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, like, you have nothing. You have to, like, make money. And he's like, nah. So he leaves. And he, like, goes up to Canada where he gets naked and, like, kills a deer. Right. Like, he goes back to his roots. He's, he's like, like, this is my solution. This is where I can, this is where I can fit in. He, yeah. And I love that is like, you don't need to go naked, do you? And he's like, no, I do. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to feel it. So he slaughters his major deer. And then he brings, it, presumably, the carcass back to yeah. near the city. To, yeah, to Harlem. And, like, saying, roasts yeah. it. And he is joined by homeless people. Well, he, like, says, like, no, there's too much. Like, come here. Well, and, like, the homeless people see him and smell it. And he's like, I've made too much. Please join yeah, me. Yeah, which I like because this is them showing, like, the side of, of the hero side of him. Yeah. Even if it's small. Like, he screws up on the big stuff. Mm-hmm. But these little moments, like... He nails. Yeah. Like he totally nails it without thinking about it. Maybe that's what it is. I think without that's thinking, what it is. he can be a hero. Yes. Um, but then there's like seemingly like a missile 
flying like at the city yep. so he goes to stop and it turns out it's on a missile it was like a space test to like, yeah. launch something into space and like he didn't know that and Shanhara didn't know what it was either and nope. so they screw up there mm-hmm. um so he's also like on the news for that but on his way back there's like some cops chasing a car so he stops the car and he shakes like the kids out of it he throws the car in the river and it turns out one of the kids is the kid he was playing, playing basketball with yeah and the woman who gave him a hard time that was her car he just threw in the river yep um the cops go to stop him and the kids and like he's like hey hey, it was a mistake like this is like it's cool i know these guys it's all right like this was all like a misunderstanding yep and they open fire and so he blocks himself and the kids the kids get away and he ends up pulling the car out and like she's watching the news the mom the mom and like sees all this happening kid shows up safe and then like exo's there and he's like hey like i messed up yeah and like i'm his sorry name, his name's eric by eric way. i'm calling him exo i don't care <laughs> right well, i was like i was like i think yeah he has a name no he does i know it it says he, yeah, i'm yeah. just calling him exo but like it's exo um and he's just like yeah i screwed up i threw your car in the river it's a mess i will figure out how to fix this for you and like i'm sorry like you know her son's like hey, it was not his fault like yeah. we made a mistake we shouldn't have run this is my fault and then she like hugs him yeah and she's like you saved like, my son right yeah like that could have gone completely it would have wrong. destroyed my son's life or yeah. he may have died yeah, yeah. and so, so like you're part of us now and so you're staying in the back room he goes to fix the car he doesn't know how to do it the lady he gave the deer to like yep. one of the homeless ladies shows up she's like my dad used to own a mechanic shop i know how to fix this so, so you're seeing fix- the world that exo's building like i've made a community here yeah yeah exactly and then he like hears about like a um a hospital in the Ukraine that has been... Is it a hospital? I think so. Um, That's been bombed. Yeah. And um, he goes there to stop it, and, like, they don't know who... Like, this area's always been in turmoil. It's hard to tell who's the good guy, who's the bad exactly. guy. So he just tries to disarm everybody, everyone, and then the big bad shows up. Yeah. Who I don't know who it is, but it's a robot. Uh, right. Oh, no. <laughs> a or big, a cool robot. I don't know. Yeah. Um... But, like, as my first EXO book that I've ever read, right. it was an easy read for That's me. the thing. EXO is always an easy read. Like, or it should be an easy read. Yeah. Like, out of all the Valiant books, if you want to, like, sit down and get into the universe, EXO is the easiest gateway for anybody. And it felt like it. Again, because, like, maybe because, like, he, there is, like, a really intense human quality about him. And, like, honestly, like, was I a fan of Dennis Hopeless Hallam's um, Doctor Strange? No. But that doesn't mean he's not a good writer. I know a lot of people like to Spider-Woman. I never checked that out. But, like, I enjoyed the way he crafted this character. Yeah. I don't know if fans of XO like it or not. I don't either. Depending on, like, what they're used to seeing from him. So I don't know if this is too on the humor side or yeah. the screwing up side. But I kind of like him starting so low so that he can go up. Exactly. There's also, like, something weirdly almost sort of like Luke Cagey about this. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's like a hero of the community. Yeah, maybe it's the hoodie too. I don't um, know. Big time. Um, but I actually, I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is like, typically when I read a Valiant book, it's like Dr. Mirage. It's something with a magic, you know, yeah. sort of element to it. But I, I wanted to try this out again, like throw a little coin their way. Um, and also yeah. we gave the book away. I feel like I should have known about it. No, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, that's little, that's fair. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. So. We, have his, we have his cardboard stand-up. He should, you know, we should know. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, there he is. Oh yeah, hey. So what's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, check it out. I think it's a, I think it's a great read, and I think it's it's definitely worth jumping on yeah. uh, board. Uh, but you got plenty of time to catch up on the Exo Man and War Train. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's move on to Hellions. But before we do that, okay. uh, I want to read uh, some super chats. Yeah, I was just being like, ah, okay. No, oh, geez. Uh, Raj Patel uh, says. 
stay safe out there, you guys. You and then too. give us one of these. You too, thank man. You. you too, Raj. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, Rory Groth. Rory Groth. Rory Groth says, <laughs> I got Silver Silver Black the day before your episode came out. Had to read it as fast as I could before your episode. I really loved it, except for Null. Yeah, Null sucks, but, like, what are you going to do? Like, I mean, he, he sucks way less than Rogel Czar. Rogel Czar is underdeveloped. N- Null is, oh, is too much development. There's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, I loved Silver Silver Black. It's an excellent book. If you haven't already picked it up, you should definitely check it out. Meanwhile, uh, the Upside Down Man, I think, is just right. Just right. Perfectly, <laughs> He's perfectly the balanced. Zone. Yeah. Cat uh, Asty says, Hey guys, you're so cool. <laughs> oh. Hey, Mrs. Asty. Thanks for saying hi. Hi. <laughs> um, uh, Manav Vora says, Hey, just wanted to show some support. Since I got nothing else to add, I might as well add the pronunciation for future super chats. Manov to pronounce the first name. Say, stay safe. So Manov. Okay. Vora. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks a lot, Manov. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, Kenneth Dowling. Hey, Sal. Hey, Tiff. Hope you two have been safe and healthy in this trying time. Yes. I read The Long Halloween. Ooh. Among the best bat books of all time. Yeah. Felt funny about the ending, but doesn't ruin it for me. Yeah. No, but it's. That's it. It's great. Nailed the it. art is awesome. Yep. I love Long Halloween. So good. Totally worth checking out. Yes. Dark Victory. Not. Not great, but it's there. Okay. So yeah, Hellions. This is a book that people have been asking us about for a, for a while. They're like, hey, did you read Hellions? I did. And I'm like, no. I did. I was going to. Um, I know I didn't mention it last week, um, but I, I, did, like, I was back and forth on whether or not I was going to pick it up. I was like, do I want another X title? Right. And I was like, you know what? I want to at least give the number ones a shot. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. I mean, like, I think this is the kind of book that would frustrate you. Mm. Doesn't mean it's not a good book. I think it would frustrate you. Fair enough. <laughs> um, this is, I had, I literally just had the credits page up and then I swiped away from it because I'm a professional. Right. Um, swipe away. Swipe away. Just get out of here. It's written by Zeb Wells uh, with art by Stephen Segovia. Segovia. Yeah. Um, this is like Krakoa's misfits. Like, what do you do with characters who like, you got on your quiet cancel. You've got Apocalypse and Exodus and uh, Mystique. Yeah. You have these characters who are not good people. Right. You've invited them through your island, but like they're cool, right? They can sound like everybody gets a new start, right? Yeah. And then you've got some other characters who are just kind of jerks mm. and they're really like pushing their limits. And it's like, what do we do with them? Like they've committed some crimes, but maybe it's not exile worthy crimes. Sure. Or maybe it is. You mm. know what I mean? Like, so we see at the beginning of this book that like Cyclops and is on a um no no sorry not Cyclops Wolverine is on a mission with um Kurt and um Havoc okay. and some others and they are basically like there's the mutant massacre and it's like the anniversary of that and they're mm. trying to stop a arms like shipment that could you know be used against mutants because they figured like someone obviously like some jerk yep ordered them or sold them so that people could go crazy right okay um wolverine's busy like taking out part of the crew um nightcrawler and havoc find a van full of weapons and then they get attacked like they get like hit with like like a rpg kind okay. of thing like nightcrawler's down for the count and Havoc is not down for the count. They, like, grab him by the head, and they're like, I love, like, I love watching mutants die. I love uh, killing mutants. And he loses it. Right. Like, 
he just starts laughing mm -hmm. and then like shoots them with his powers and then he grabs the guy who's holding him by the face and just uses his powers on the guy's head mm. until like wolverine start like shows up and like like stops him he pushes him down he's just like what are you doing yeah i don't know why don't, why don't uh why don't i get lectured by the guy who has a berserker rage i know right but they're like, you almost killed them, and they're humans. Right. And so if you do that, mm -hmm. like, do you get Wolverine's it? Wolverine's like, I kill people all the time, though. But whatever, never mind. <laughs> it's fine. It's different. Don't forget about that. Um. So basically, we see the Quiet Council, and there's, like, a group of people who have come before the Quiet Council, and they're like, what are we going to do with them? Yeah. Like, Sinister's like, I say, like, you know, we just throw them in the Pit of Exile. Cool. Yeah. And then he looks over at Exodus, and he's like, are your epaulets bigger? <laughs> because, like, if you want to go down this road, I will win when it comes to shoulder fashion. Yeah. And, like, Mystique's like... What are we doing here? What 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 is this part of the book? Because, yeah, like I don't want to be here anymore. Right, I just, I'm gonna go. Oh, and then we see like the splash page of the characters who are going to be a part of this. Um, it's Orphan Maker and Nanny, Wild Child, Empath, Scalp Hunter, and they're there and they're like, okay, like, you guys suck. And then we find out what did Empath do? Yeah, well, Empath used his abilities to like cause um cat's eye to start attacking her fellow mutants oh. and then like when someone showed up and was like what are you doing like don't do that like he used his powers to make him enjoy it and then um armor and uh who the hell is that again oh no it's glob, glob? i was like is it glob it's such an inappropriate <laughs> name i love him he's great show up and then uh Jetstream, who's the guy who showed up attacks them because he tells him to mm -hmm. so like empath is using his powers negatively on the um, island oh you can't do that you can't do that and there's like a really interesting like look into empath's character where they're just like empath like we learn like like if we make someone cry like yes. if we are mean to someone they cry we feel badly because they cried and we want to make them happy we want to right. make them feel better like if something negative happens we learn not to do that yeah and like empath didn't do that like empath got his powers kind of earlier than he should have mm. and so like he would do negative things but then just have like positive reinforcement because he would make them feel good right about it. So he could be like really shitty to you and then make you forgive him yeah and then he's like oh cool it's good whatever right. i do is fine and so they're like this is an instance unfortunately where it wasn't a sociopath that was had the x gene but an x gene that created a sociopath right and i was like oh that's interesting. Yeah. What do you do about that? Because you said everyone has a fresh start here. Hmm. So then we see what happened um, with Nanny and Orphan Maker. And, like, I don't know anything about Orphan Maker. No. Other than, like, it's a full-size man-looking individual mm -hmm. who has, like, seemingly the like, the mind of a child. Right. Who, like, beats up Beast and Angel <laughs> in order to, like, get Nanny back. And Nanny is a creepy egg yeah. thing, which is... It's just creepy. Right. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> a song is sung. Everyone's creeped out. And then we move on. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Yep. Um, Wild Child obviously has some issues um, with the- Sabertooth. Well, and, uh, the, and the animal side of his personality. Right. Uh, Sage has like, found a drug and like was able to resynthesize it that would help to suppress it. Okay. She goes to give it to him. And she brings another mutant with her, and then she, like the other mutant notices that there's a like a little hole that was dug. When she unearths it, all the pills that she's been giving him are in there, and so he lashes out and attacks. Okay. Um, we find out that um, Scalp Hunter uh, is confronted by the Morlocks, who are like talk about the mutant massacre. They kind of attack him, and then he just wrecks them. Okay. And Storm's like, "You attack defenseless Morlocks." I'm guessing there was a lie told there, um, and he's just like. Yep, I suck. Whatever. Yeah. 
And then Havoc's there as well. And Cyclops is in the room. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, 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 no Summers, you can't. Uh... Whoa, 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 what is he doing here? He didn't know anything that happened with Havoc. Right. And, like, Havoc's like, I don't remember what happened. Mm. And, like, Jean's on the Quiet Council, and she's just like, Scott, your, your concerns are noted, but you have to go now. Mm-hmm. You have to leave. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so they kick him out, because, like, he does threaten to attack them. Okay. And then, like, Mr. Sinister... Um, Oh, he doesn't get kicked out yet because he stays for, to hear Mr. Sinister's plan. Because Mr. Sinister's plan is like, I have an idea. The idea is just give them to me and they'll be my team. No. This is a great idea, guys. Come on. It's going to be so good. Yeah. And like, they're like, cool, whatever. Cyclops is like, this is a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. I just want to put this out there. That's when they kick him out. They're like, noted. Right. Get out of here. So they decide to do it. They decide to give him this team. Okay. And that like, they can only be used... For instances where no humans are at risk, where, um, like, they, like, admit that they're, like, these characters are bulls in a china shop. And yeah. so if you don't want things broken, you don't send them. Right. And that, like, if they're, like, in the breaking of things, there is therapeutic value to be gained, that's when they can be used. Okay. And I'm, like, okay, that's interesting. How Yeah, how will you know that? To? Yeah. The last piece of it is that Cyclops... And I guess part of the Quiet Council also wants to have Psylocke, not Betsy, but yeah. Psylocke to be on the team. Okay. As like the thing to keep them in check. Mm. So she's like, okay. She'll be, the, she'll be the Rick Flag of the team. Yeah, in a way. And that like, you know, like if anything goes wrong, she'll take them down. Right. Okay. I'm like, sure, why not? So she's going to be on the team. They like basically decide that they're going to go to... Um, and by decide, this is the mission they're given yeah. to the Essex State Home for for Foundlings, okay. where Sinister has a uh, like a like a cloning farm there. They're going to go destroy it because they don't need it anymore, obviously because of the five. Right. And like, he's like, honestly, I kind of forgot about it. And he starts like he's giving them their debriefing, and then like he or his, their their briefing, and then he's like, I'm bored. Right. Psylocke, tag in. Yeah. You, you just tag in. I don't want to do this. Um, she like finishes up by saying like you know, like. There are other individuals there. Uh, there are other mutants there. We will take them down. But, like, you will not do anything until I determine that they're a threat to us. Right. You got it? Wild Child is kind of, like, not having any of it. Sure. And um, Scalp Hunter is like, he doesn't, he's not going to listen to you if he thinks you can't take him down. She's like, this isn't going to be a problem. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I can, like, I can take him down. All right. Um, Scalp Hunter, like, they're all, like, giving each other, they're all, like, posturing at one another. Uh, except for Havoc, who's just kind of like, yeah, cool. No, like, he doesn't want to go there. He doesn't want to go back to the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Except for that he's like, the only reason I said I would go there was to burn to the ground. Scalp Hunter and Wild Child get into a fight. So it's like, let them fight. Okay. They have healing factors. Who sure. cares? Yeah. I don't, I don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Sinister also is just like, you know, to, to Psylocke, he's just like, you, like, you don't have a choice except to be here. Don't forget that. I'm like, oh, and he walks off. So she's going to lead them. He's not even going. Sinister's not even going. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, you go. I, I just, I'm the this idea guy. Suspicious. I, I, no, I came up with the idea, and then you do the work. Right. I'm not doing that. Why even come? I have to go yeah. make my epaulets bigger. Right. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but no, whatever. No, we get it. Then we cut to the orphanage, where we see all the mutants they were talking about hanging upside down, who, like, with some significant wounds. Mm. Uh, there's some sort of magic happening oh, no. seemingly some sort of demonic energy yeah and it's revealed that it's madeline Pryor. right 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 the goblin queen is going to be the 
antagonist of this. Okay. I was like, all right, I'm in. I mean, like, the reason I say this is frustrating is because, like, there's no way this team could work. It is essentially, like, the Mutant Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, Like, if they die, cool, whatever. Right, who cares? Other than Havoc, I don't think anyone would care. And obviously Psylocke. Nope. Um, And Hickman would not let it happen anyway, so. Right. Um, But, you know, Sinister... Sinister and Apocalypse clearly have hands to play in all of this. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to see if they do touch upon what was happening down there. And why is Metal and Pryor here? Yeah. So, you know, this wasn't like my favorite of mm. the X-Files I've read, but it's not it's not Fallen Angels. So I'm cool with it. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, I, I mean, like, this is another chance at another Psylocke book. So I don't know. Like, okay. I, I don't know their relationship, her and... Uh, sinister oh not much he indicates there's something there okay so i don't know all right maybe it has to do with her and you know what i mean like her having yeah been separated yeah yeah this whatever this is yeah um but yeah i read it melon Pryor. at least scott's not there yeah oh that'd be interesting but there will be a summer's brother so that certainly won't cause any any problems <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dan V900 says, I know DC's going digital, but at least The Adventures Continues was digital already, which has my most anticipated comic with Deanie, Burnett, and Templeton back. Starts Wednesday. I'm excited. Nice. Essentially, Dan was promoting Paul Dini's new Batman book that's going to be digital only. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. I can't wait. This Also, D, uh, DC is not going digital only. They're doing, like, a whole initiative where they're, like, figuring out how they can, like, print their books and make them available to well, different stores. Well, how about this? They definitely were doing digital. Yeah. But and they didn't, then hopefully doing yeah, a They certainly component. didn't announce they were going digital only. No. Uh, Bat, uh, Super, yeah, Batman Superman is a book that came out that I read as well. Uh, this is Superman, Batman Superman number eight <laughs> from Joshua Williamson and Nick Darrington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nary a Batman Who Laughs in Sight. No. Uh, this is part two of a story in which uh, Zod steals Kandor, or at least like recovers all of the dead bodies that like Rogelzar killed, and then I'm really trying hard to imagine that. Like just he just smashes it or something. It's I know, but like very him trying vague. to find all the bodies. I know it doesn't make any sense. Like tweezers. It's it's were very involved, stupid. I'm sure. Um, it shouldn't have happened, but Williamson's doing his best to fix it. Right. So he chucks them all into the Lazarus pit. And, uh, you know, Batman and Superman and Rachel Ghul are like, boo, don't do that. And Superman's like, what are you doing, Zod? And Zod's like, you didn't even try. Like, they're in your care and you didn't even it's try like, to save them. You don't know what plans I've got. I got you, he had no with- plans. <laughs> he's written by Bendis, so he has no plans. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the idea here is that, like, so they emerge from the Lazarus pit and they're, like, insane. Yeah, this book and, had my favorite line. Yeah, it is the best line it's so funny. Uh, it's just a, there's a battle uh, where, you know, Raish and it's, it's just a, it's a swarm of Kryptonians yeah. that are flying around and they're insane and they're attacking everybody. And plus, like, you got Zod who's angry at Cal, but they have a truce. Right. So they're not, like, fighting each other. Um, but the, uh, the sequence is that, like, Raish al Ghul is battling with them and, uh, you know, Superman is like, okay, so, like, when will this madness go away? Like, mm-hmm. when will it fade? And Raish is just like, well, it depends on the willpower of the resurrected. I rejected Zod's offer for just this reason. It takes a trained soul to a stand. And as he's like giving his monologue, he then goes, they're going into my ear. <laughs> ah! Like, it's just so great. That's awesome. It's so funny that like Rachel Gould undignifiedly screams, they're going into my ear. Ah. Uh, that like, 
I thought like after you showed me those panels, I thought about that for days. It's so funny. I've been laughing at this forever. And according to Josh, uh, this was going to get cut, but they said like, no, it's just, it's too funny. Yeah. Like, it was too good not to use. Yeah. It's, and I agree. It's fantastic. Uh, Darrington, of course, is the star of this book because it's Nick, Nick Darrington and he's great. There's no like sequence that is definitively Darrington. No. It's just good stuff. Yeah. I mean, That's admittedly, it. they're going into his ear and like the whole. And the whole swarm is yeah. like. Rrr. Yeah. It's uh, pretty spectacular. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, uh, they do like they, they become a swarm. Superman goes to quiet them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then like Raish throws a solar bomb at them, a red solar radiation bomb, and they fall from the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, Zod collects them. Again. Again. And then uh, Superman essentially takes them with him. Like. He and and he winds up putting them into Kryptonian healing comas. I was gonna ask if they were in Kryptonian healing comas. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. yeah. He puts them into Kryptonian healing. So they'll comas. be back. Yeah, they'll be back. Well, and and still tiny. Yeah. Well, and Superman revealed that uh, Zod didn't put all of them into the Lazarus Pit. That Zod apportioned half of the Kandor population and put half of them into the Lazarus Pit in case it didn't work. Oh, where's the other half? He has the other half. Zod does? Yeah. For They're just dead? No, they're all, like, he's he's put them in something else. Like, he's working on it. Uh, it's a whole thing. Oh. Um, but it's cool. It's okay. cool stuff. It's a good book. All right. I enjoyed it. And more important, it puts the genie back in the bottle, no pun intended, of uh, <laughs> City of Kandor, uh back and it undoes the most egregious thing that bendis did right which is ironic because like bendis is like i'm here bitches drop let's undo that immediately like oh as it turns out like no one likes rogelzar no one thinks that was cool it, like i can't believe it got past editorial mm-hmm. and we're just like well we give him so much money just let him do whatever he wants i guess so stupid i feel bad <laughs> That they had to do this to fix it. But you know what? But hey, we got... We got... They're going into my, my ear. ear. Ah! Ah! <laughs> yes, <laughs> detective, I'll tell you what. They're going into my ear! Ah! I just love he's so composed prior to that. Like, it just takes... it. You know, it takes a great mind to, like, you know, withstand... To, to withstand the awesome power of the Lazarus, but... They're going into my ear! Yeah. Yeah. He must be fun on a camping trip. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's a good book. I dug it. Um, cool. They made a Transformers versus yeah, Terminator I saw book that in your in your in your books there. Yep, it's real bad. Don't buy it. Okay, moving on. Yep, that's it. It's really very bad. I, how could it not be? Well, like it could be funny. It could be. But like, like why? it could be it could be unapologetically cool. You know, like, there's the Ghostbusters-Transformers crossover. Yeah, but... Like, which is, like, no one asked for that. Right, but it's a Terminator. The nature of the Terminator is to terminate life. Mm-hmm. Well, now they need to dis- terminate the Decepticons, because the Decepticons stole the world from Skynet in the future. It's very stupid and very terrible. It's just, it's just not even worth it. It's so frustrating, because, like... It's also frustrating, because I always see the same freaking names on these things. And I'm like... But anyway, don't buy it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry too. Sorry. I bought this. I know. And you read it. 
And I read it. Money and time was spent. But I'll never buy another one. So, Ooh. you know, that's good. Save myself some time there. Um, Kenneth Dowling says, want to support the channel. I watched Thank your video, you. Spider-Man Life Story. Uh, great story. Years from now, this should have be it, this should hailed along with All-Star Superman. A story out of continuity that perfectly encapsulates the character. I agree. Yeah. I think absolutely. so. Thank you. I, I hope so. Thank, Thank you, you very much. You. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so then X-Men, number whatever. Nine? Eight? Nine? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Nine, I think. Uh, I thought I, I'm, I'm questioning maybe it's eight. You, you know what? Maybe it's eight. eight. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Point is, uh, it's it's the it's the conclusion of the brood arc, kind of. Kinda. Was this unsatisfying for you? Thoroughly. Okay, cool. But I see what they're doing. Right, but like, it's you know what it is that that reveal of how they solve it. I was like, oh, bite me. I yeah. Um, the whole thing leads up to. Um, you know, they have a king egg and the brooder will stop at nothing to get a king. And, and they explain what it, it, well, no, no, that's not what the brooder trying to stop. They don't want They it. don't want a king. That's right. Because, because the king will tell them what to do. Yeah. Because it's not actually a king. And it's not natural. The, it's the, a serum that the, that the, the Cree invent. Yeah. Well, the Cree invent the king egg and introduce it into the like physiology. Yeah, or when the, they find the brood, they learn about them and they, they study who they are and then like, over time, they develop this serum that would allow the like imbiber of the serum to become above the empress yes. of the brood, and like that's where I was like, oh, I see like this like you know we're talking about the phalanx and how yeah. the phalanx breaks down like they do the same thing with the brood yeah. without the graphic, which I was like, what? Yeah, I can't believe they didn't use. The I can't graphic. believe there was no brood graphic. Out- outrageous. Um, to explain how the hive works. And, wait, was there one in the previous issue? What? The okay. breakdown of the hive? There yeah. was no graphic that explained the hive, no. Um, but, so we find out that, like, that will cause the queens, the empress, to become drones as well. Yeah. And, and, so they don't, when, and they'll stop at nothing to keep that Right, and so initially it seemed like they just wanted the eggs because they were eggs. Right. And then it turns out they, like, recognize what it will do to them. Yeah. And, like, the queens are, like... As Gene puts, points it out, it's like, can you imagine, like, this is how things have always been? Yeah. And, like, you had this power, and, like, you have always had this power, and you will always have this power until you don't, and then yeah. you become the thing you were controlling. They're like, they will do They'll anything stop to, nothing stop to stop it. Yeah, it. and yeah. I was like, that's cool. By the way, it's written by Jonathan Hickman with art by Lineal Yu. Yes. Uh, yeah, so ultimately, like, they have a they have a king brood already. Mm-hmm. And he eats the egg and becomes the king of the brood. Well, no, they don't have... Well, he's just... He's a boy brood. Yeah. He's just a drone. Yeah. Kinda. But like. But he eats the egg. He got hungry. He got hungry, so he ate it. Lol. It's one of those moments where it's, it's like lol. Lol, so random. Yeah, but. And then because he eats it, he becomes in charge. Yeah. And immediately all the broods stop attacking them because like they are in like they're, they're in the shit. Yeah. And now when the big epic thing happens, the brood can help the X Men in that in that one or two awesome page they splash. They fight off. Um, the phalanx nimrod or nimrod yeah like this story was only done to be in continuity a justification for what is undoubtedly going to be a one or two panel splash that will allow for insurmountable odds to suddenly be tipped in the x-men's favor sure it's it's just so, like, Hickman's like, oh my god, I want this awesome moment of the brood coming to the X-Men's aid. How can I do that? How about a two-parter where literally the X-Men have a brood 
in their ranks already. We'll put him in charge of it and he'll run the brood. Hey, how about this? He'll probably get bigger by the time we get to the next thing. Like, it's it was the most egregious of all of them so far of the X Men run where it's like you are just doing you're you're just you're not world that's not world building that's setup. Yeah, like that is unless just nothing happens with it unless I, he just he does it not for down the line like for way down the line he is not okay. he is setting well yeah the way down the line is his there's the culmination of his secret wars right unless it, like I don't know I mean this this could be a thing that like it's since it's so obvious that like we're meant to focus on yeah I don't know but like this just. Like, everything was pretty cool, literally, until that. Yep. And then I was like, oh. Yeah. Because, like, they get the star jammers out. Like, yep. They yeah, there's it. a lot of cool stuff that happens in the story, and yeah. then that happens. And it's like, but it happens just because it's, well, it, no. It happens because it has to happen, because that's what they want to have to happen. Mm-hmm. But also in a low-soul, random kind of way. And I know that, like, there were a ton of fans who were like, woo! And I'm like, sure, but, but not like, in like, but you know, in a like, in a uh, well, that appeals to me. I love the low so random moments. Not me. I'm saying that. No, and like that's fine. Like I can get behind that if the book's like tone up until this point has set for that or like allowed for that, but like it really hasn't. And so that's why I think for me it was just so like, wait, what? Yeah. Like that's not this the style well, storytelling like, that we've come. to And see. because of the tone shift, it's like, did he do it on purpose? Did he know it was going to happen? Right. Like, was he, was, was the whole thing a machination of his? Or was it just like, oh, sorry, herp? Yeah, I thought it was a Cadbury cream egg. Whoops. Her, 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 her. I don't like this. What? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Well. I'm going to get ats. On they're bigger. One. You know, they're smaller than they used to be. Apparently. But yeah, so X-Men sucks. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure the next one will be good. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in. Yeah. It's just literally, that's just, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, but anyway, let's jump into some recommendations of books that are coming out this week that you think you should check out. Uh, I'm going to recommend Batman 92. Obviously, Batman 92 is coming out. Uh, It's from James Tynan IV, the art by Guillem March, uh, or Guillem. In any case, uh, it's just more. It's Tynan and March. There you go. Tynan and March. Works for me. I'm in. Is this is this it for Punchline? Uh, yeah, I think Punchline will be... Yeah, I think there's a fight between Punchline and Harley Quinn in this book. Oh. Yeah. I was just looking at the other covers. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be cool. I like this series, so I'm yeah. excited for it. Uh, but, yeah, Batman 92. Uh, Daredevil 20, Inferno Part 2. There we go. Can't wait. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's going to be... Uh, one of two issues, uh, X-Men God Loves Man Kills, the extended cut. They're re-releasing God Loves Man Kills, and apparently Chris Claremont's added more material. It could be like what? the special edition of God Loves Man Kills. I'm very excited to see how it goes and what he changes or adds. Uh, I will have my copy of God Loves Man Kills to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to see how it goes. I'm excited. I want to see how that turns out. What is he going to do with that? What does he mean extended? But one uh, issue one, I think of two. I don't know. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, this week the dreaming will be ending. So if you've been reading uh, Sandman Universe, the dreaming, I think it's coming to an end. Yeah. Issue twenty. Yep. Issue twenty. They're ending the series. <laughs> um, and also Strange Adventures number two is coming out. Um, that's the Tom King, Mitch Jarrods, um, you know, look into the character of Adam Strange. Right. I really like the first issue, so I'm definitely grabbing the second issue. I also liked the first issue. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to read right? your copy. 
Uh, yeah. I, it's going to have to be digital. No, it'll be my copy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited. Oh, fine. But yeah, no, I'm excited. It's a it's a good looking book. I, I saw Tom King made a joke uh, the other day where he like he had some like 80s obscure roster list and he circled two I characters he couldn't name and he said, who are these characters and why do they deserve a 12 issue miniseries about how they're sad? And I was like, that's funny. Yeah. Maybe maybe now that the pressure of Batman is off of him. Yeah, he can he can relax. Yeah. That'd you know nice. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so from all of us here at Comic Pop, we want to say thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We want to thank our super chatters for sponsoring today's thank episode. You so if you much. want to support us more, you can always go to patreon.com slash comic pop, though I understand Things are tight everywhere, yeah. so we do appreciate every little bit you can spare uh, here for us. Uh, it allows us to continue to make things that you want to watch. Yes, but even just um, watching. But just watching helps, like, yeah. Just giving a watch, giving a like to something can yeah, help liking the video does more help more than you could possibly imagine. Agreed. Leaving a comment. True. Uh, Super yeah. helpful. But uh, yeah, there's always more. Um, in fact, how much more? Well, I'll tell you. We got another show. We got two live shows. Off the Rack is our live show where we review shows and books. Uh, and movies and stuff here uh, on yeah. this show. Uh, Elseworlds Exchange, a one topic, an, an hour long discussion where it's me, usually Cape Joel, but sometimes a guest, uh, where we talk about one topic for about an hour. Um, I have one lined up that's going to be pre recorded. I got a special live one with Joel, of course, tomorrow, and, uh, and more to come. Uh, plenty more Elseworlds Exchanges. Uh, back issues, of course, Wednesday. Uh, letters page is being cut as we speak, um, and, and, and more stuff on the horizon yeah if there is no uh, travel restriction by the end of the week uh, we will be able to shoot a gbu which i'm very excited about uh and that'll be probably the last gbu before because i'm sure there will be a travel restriction coming yeah um if you want us to watch more there's even more actually happening if you want to watch video games tiffany plays video games over on twitch.tv slash comic pop tv yeah. um who knows if more happens on this channel and we get some like boosts will will expand. We'll keep making more stuff yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, playing video games on Twitch.tv slash ComicPopTV. Give it a follow at least, so you know to uh, to join her when she's playing. Thank you. When's the next stream? Do you know? Tomorrow. Cool. Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. What time? Uh, we've been doing around like four thirty, five o'clock on Tuesdays. There you go. Eastern Standard Time. That yeah. Is. So check her out over there. Of course, if you want more, I got more for you. you, you, you you're like, no, I have, there's 24 hours in a day. You just described only an hour per episode. Well, you can always go to Instagram.com slash official and you can check out behind the scenes photos and also live streams where yeah. I do answer Q&A for about an hour. Uh, you can always follow us on Twitter for a constant up-to-date updates about what we're doing uh, at the real zoobs at sal says what and uh you know engages i, I check it so we'll let yeah, you know yeah, absolutely. but uh yeah if you have any more questions of course join us on instagram or twitter or in the comments or on any of our shows or on twitch.tv slash tv thank you all so much for hanging out with yeah. us and watching this episode and for sponsoring us we do appreciate it and we'll see you guys next time here on off the rack of course next week because comics are still coming out if you are a big time physical comic book media purchaser my advice to you would be to contact your local comic book store or the nearest comic book store and reach out to them and say what can i do to help you how can i help yeah. and then do whatever they tell you because they could safe. use it as long as it's safe yeah don't go to their store no. unless they're doing curbside pickup and uh you know but like they could do mailers they could do uh you know who knows no yeah. it's true but yeah everybody make sure you stay safe out there stay home if you can stay home wash your hands wash your hands and practice social distancing yeah, unless you're living with somebody in which case you know it's, it's a done it's deal what are you gonna it's do like what's gonna happen i don't know and, and you know just be careful of the info you get out there that's true yes always be discerning uh abd 
Uh, always be discerning. Always. Oh, always be discerning. You know, when you hear something, ask why. What? Who has to gain from that? Uh, and then, and then Google it. You yeah, know? that's usually what I do. Just as long as stay safe. Yes. Seriously, stay it's true. safe. It's true. We need, uh, we need you guys. We need yeah, the population. We, yeah, we, we like need you. Guys. you. We, we're we're in this together. <laughs> we are connected, you and I. Uh, so we'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Uh, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.